You're listening to Tarot Visions. You lucky devil. The stupid young one or the married one? The married one. That's what me thought. Don't go, you hear me? Hmm. And you know what? You're not listening to me because I see you going. <laughs> I see you going. I'm just telling you, I'm trying to help you to avoid the heartache. Don't go blindly through life. Let me use the power of the tarot to show you the way. Call me now for your free reading. Call 1-800-355-3765. Hi there, this is Charlie uh, for a special episode of Tarot Visions. Unfortunately, this week Rose couldn't join me for this particular episode, and it's actually rather a sad one uh, for me to do. Um, at the beginning of the episode, you heard a recording, and if you're a tarot enthusiast, you probably recognized that iconic Jamaican accent as Miss Cleo, the famed uh, reader uh, late 90s infomercials. If you watched television late at night, <laughs> usually I think it was late at night, back in the 90s, early 2000s, you probably saw Miss Cleo in her fabulous <laughs> outfits that had a lot of orange lame and leopard print and amazing, amazing turbans on the air. And she would uh, tell you every time to call me now for your free reading. And um, she did it in a, a much better Jamaican accent than I just did. But uh, she's an interest. Well, yes, Miss Cleo is an interesting figure in tarot. She's, on one hand, probably the most famous tarot reader in the world. Uh, yeah, I think uh, as far as, you know, what, what non-readers are familiar with. And she's also a very controversial figure both inside of tarot and outside of tarot. Um, I wanted to remember Miss Cleo with this episode uh, because she was important to me and I, I rather enjoyed her. But I understand that she's a very controversial uh, tarot figure and not every reader is going to have the same feelings about her that I did. Um, but as an, I'm just, my, my perspective going in is kind of as an enthusiast, so I'm letting you know that now. I've, I have a bit of a bias, and um, I will endeavor to not let this get too preachy, but it might. We'll see how it goes. So for me, I was starting out reading tarot in 1996, just a little bit before Miss Cleo appeared on the air, and there weren't a lot of tarot celebs that I was aware of. I wasn't connected to the sort of wider tarot reading world that was meeting at conventions or talking on internet forums at that time. I was just starting out. So there was only two sources of tarot for me to see. It was uh, Miss Cleo for her infomercials. And also there was a local access cable television show where uh, Judith Conrad would uh, read tarot cards. And I would watch both of these, you know, with rapt attention. Miss Cleo was always a controversial figure because... Most people, I think, understood that calling a 900 number to get psychic advice was a tricky proposition. Now, there are a lot of legitimate readers who ply their trade through the 900 numbers. They, it allows them to work from home and get some extra income. 
And uh, it's also, if you don't have a lot of resources to start a tarot business, um, especially back in the 90s, it was a way to do it. So I think people kind of understood that you should be wary of anything that's advertised late at night on television. And also, I think a lot of people realize that some of the claims being made by the infomercial were dubious. Um, Miss Cleo would have callers call into the show like you heard in that uh, opening segment, and she would masterfully sort out all of their problems. Miss Cleo saw all. She knew all. If, you know, if you were calling because you didn't know who the father of your child was, she would just look at the tarot cards on her table and be able to tell you that he has a little chin and that he's cheating on you and all these things, all these things. And I think, so she had kind of a bad rep, but the, then tarot readers and fortune tellers have always had kind of a bad rep. Uh, there are a lot of hucksters and there are a lot of um, people who are con artists and that has always been the case and they make life very hard for other readers. Also, uh, famously in the early 2000s, the psychic network that Miss Cleo was the figurehead for uh, ended up in court because a lot of people were pretty upset by some of their financial practices. Um, each commercial would promise a free tarot reading. And if you look at the fine print in the commercial, it says that the first three minutes are free. And then after that, you're paying three ninety nine a minute. So um, on, on one hand, and as you'll uh, hear later in this episode, most of those companies are instructing their readers to keep people on the phone for about 20 minutes. So 20 minutes of tarot for $3.99 a minute, that's an $80 reading. Uh, so it's, um, you know, the, people were surprised. I think they didn't completely understand what they were doing. They thought they were getting a free reading. And because of this and other financial wrongdoings, the psychic network that Miss Cleo worked for and represented settled out of court to the tune of $500 million uh, in a lawsuit. Now, Miss Cleo <laughs> did not settle personally. The, uh, the woman who went by the name of Miss Cleo, she was not indicted. Um, there's, it's possible that she was initially indicted, but she didn't have anything to do with the financial practices of that company. But a lot of rumors were started about Miss Cleo, and a lot of a lot was said about her. Uh, people were people seemed to think that she was making all the money when people were calling into the psychic network, and that she was you know raking in all of, all of, all the dough, and that she was responsible for all these nefarious practices, and that. Just isn't so. Miss Cleo was a reader on the um, the network, and she was making not very much, twenty four cents a minute, as you'll hear in a later clip of Miss Cleo. And uh, for the infomercials, she claims that she was paid about seventeen hundred dollars. I don't know if that's per infomercial or if that was total or what have you, but that's about how much she was not making the millions if the, the the tarot company's settling out of court for 500 million that tells you they made a lot of money off of this practice and miss cleo did not receive that money but because she was the visible part of that psychic network and she because she became the the symbol for that 
she there were just so many rumors about her and i heard a lot of these rumors and this was before snopes this is before social media so she wasn't able to defend herself from a lot of these rumors there were so many of them um people would make claims about her um that she wasn't uh actually jamaican uh people would make claims that well she wasn't really a reader she was just an actress People made all kinds of claims. Now, some of these might have been true. Um, she did talk at times about how the network tried to make this character out of her. So the Miss Cleo we saw, I think most of us realize the Miss Cleo we saw on the air wasn't completely a a, a, a true <laughs> representation of who this woman was or what, what her abilities were as a reader. But uh, people would just, uh, the, the the network didn't like some things about her past for example her family uh did have some traditions like the the uh the world of obia obia i don't know how you pronounce that but it's a afro-caribbean religion similar to Vodon or santria and that wasn't going to be palatable for late nights they decided that she was a psychic and she had used the word psychic which initially she claims to have resisted um in this episode i think i'm taking a lot of her claims as fact and maybe that's naive but it's my show I get to, but you get to discern which you think uh, are true and which maybe are bunk. I don't know. Uh, there were so many claims about her. So people said things like, she, you know, she was, oh, well, now, was she straight from Jamaica? No, uh, her family, she claims, did have Jamaican ancestry. Uh, but as a young girl, her parents, she says, uh, made sure that she spoke with a, a, a very good American accent so that she would be taken seriously and she went to a good boarding school so uh as you as you can imagine uh, she she had to invent a lot of the accent that appeared on the show and i think for tarot readers there has always been a tradition we've talked about it on the show before of having kind of a big personalities or characters wearing robes and turbans and jewelry and having crystal balls on your table and all these things to kind of go along with the mystique of tarot. But unfortunately for Miss Cleo, I think she was famous in a period of time when a lot of tarot readers were pushing for tarot to be taken seriously. A lot of people were pushing for tarot to be seen not as just fortune telling, but as a practice that's very psychological and spiritual and noble, helpful, wonderful. And I think for a lot of tarot readers, Miss Cleo represented everything they felt like they were fighting against. So I liked that during that time when people found out I was a tarot reader, the first thing they would say is, oh, call me now for your free reading. But I bet a lot of tarot readers didn't enjoy that very much uh, because they wanted to be taken seriously. And it just, for most people, it's very hard, even if you like her, to take the character of Miss Cleo very seriously when you would watch those um, ads. But for me, she represented uh, a time in the 90s when tarot was going kind of mainstream. Everybody, because of Miss Cleo, um, people, well, a lot of people knew about tarot. Uh, it was on television. People were, people were seeing it. I think before that, um, the psychic hotlines you saw advertised were sort of the Dion Warwick psychic friends where people in sort of lilac dresses and lots of pearls would sit there primly and say things like, oh, hello, spirit, or, you know. And, and she had some, some sass and some, and some fun. So when I saw the news this week, 
that Miss Cleo had passed away, I went and read the articles about it, and I made the mistake of reading the comments. They always say on the internet, never read the comments, right? But I scrolled down, and people were just so cruel toward her. Just uh, about every third comment is a person saying, Oh, I bet she didn't see that coming. Huh, I wonder if she saw that coming. Okay, all right, we get it. That's very clever. We're so very proud of you. Um, okay, now I expect this on TMZ, where uh, maybe some of the underbelly of the internet likes to go and make fun of celebrities. I expect that there. And it was there in spades. But then I also started to see it on uh, some tarot groups on Facebook. Uh, Facebook, uh, you know, tarot readers in those communities taking pot shots at her and saying, um, oh, I bet she didn't see that coming. And gosh, people, this is a woman who died of colon cancer at the age of 53. And your reaction to it is to make fun of her and joke about her and... Uh, the the main overtone as I got further and further into the comments is that she somehow deserved this. And um, this is the part that I warned about <laughs> getting a little preachy. Um, so I, apo- I do apologize. Uh, but it just really bothered me that for so many people, uh, a lot of them, of course, are internet atheists who just think anything spiritual is stupid and anyone who is spiritual is a con artist. Basically talking about how she deserved it. There are a lot of, I assume, Christians <laughs> talking about how she's burning in hell now because of what she did. And a lot of comments about how she uh, was a scam artist and she scammed people for millions and millions of dollars. Well, she if she scammed people for millions and millions of dollars, I don't know where, where she put the money because she did not live a very rich as a very rich person. Um, and... After the after 2002, the lawsuit, she largely went out of the limelight. She appeared as a voice actress in uh, the video game Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Um, she also appeared in some commercials for uh, breakfast cereal when they were doing a, a, a cinnamon toast crunch, when they were bringing back the 90s because she represented the 90s. Uh, she appeared, I think it was in 2006, in the gay and lesbian magazine, The Advocate, she came out as a lesbian, which was news to me. I thought that was cool. And um, in 2014, she appeared in a documentary called Hotline. Now, Hotline is about a variety of different types of phone lines, and it, it, it looks at the people's relationship to hotlines, um, uh, either psychic hotlines, but also prayer hotlines, phone sex hotlines, and uh, suicide hotlines, I think are some of the major ones that the, the, the documentary touches on. And basically, it largely is about the the place of the hotline is a way for people who are in need of human connection. And I've read tarot, not on a 900 service like Miss Cleo uh, was a part of, but on blog talk radio for people who call in live for readings. And... Uh, you know, my experience, a lot of people have questions, just like any other client. But some people, I think you can tell, just they just want to talk about their problem. Sometimes they don't even really give you much time to get to the reading because they just want to tell someone about what they're going through. And I think all tarot readers uh, can relate to that. Understand that, that the fact that a lot of our clients or querents just want to talk about their situation with with another person and have that person care. So 
Um, I seem to have gotten off on a tangent here, but it's actually, if, if that topic as a reader interests you, you should definitely check out the documentary Hotline. But I wanted to close in a moment with some of Miss Cleo's own words uh, from that documentary. So uh, in these clips, Miss Cleo talks a little bit about um, working for the Psychic Hotline. And what's important for me was uh, that she talks about some of the pain of having so many horrible, negative, untrue things said about her and what that was like. So in her own words, here is Miss Cleo. I'm known for moreover than anything. <laughs> anything else, the following phrase, call me now. I thought I was believing the commercial. <laughs> I thought you needed to get on there and get somebody there reading in three minutes, you know? And so I'm taking calls and I'm pushing stuff out in five minutes and seven minutes. And then I realized that's not good. They don't want you to do that. In order to stay in a high priority on the phone line, your phone calls needed to average 18 minutes or more. Now I made 24 cents a minute. That was on the high end. A lot of people were making anywhere from 12 to 15, 16 cents a minute. And that's what I heard on the grapevine. If someone called me on the line and I knew that they didn't have any money, I had no intention of keeping them on the line. And I would say, okay, baby, I got to go now. You're spending your money. <laughs> you need to save that money. You see that bill that's sitting over there? You never go deal with that. Okay, I love you. Goodbye. It wasn't always an opportunity for them to say, but no, wait. No, no, no. And that was more about me rather than them. And I say that even though it was their pocketbook, it was again more about my karma. Well, name is Uray Del Cleomalee Harris, um, also known as Miss Cleo. And I'm known for moreover than anything, <laughs> anything else, the following phrase, call me now. <laughs> Find out what I see for you. Call me now for a free tarot reading. It was an infomercial. <laughs> That's where my head was at. It was no, literally no big deal. I will tell you the people that worked on the line we're working on the line from for as little as 12 cents a minute to as much as, as 20, 24 cents a minute. And so those people um, are not the bad guys, even if they weren't great psychics. And I know of a lot of people who got yanked around by that situation. You know, I, I was the least of it, um, but certainly the face of it. So to have somebody say that I stole from millions of people are that I told lies about who I was and what I can do and where I come from. Um, and these people would repeat it and state it like it was truth. And then people believed it. I thought that I was a fairly savvy individual and that I was not running around with rose-colored glasses on, but I surely did believe that if the truth was there in black and white, that, um, I'm sorry. That surely people would have sense. People would understand. 
people would know of. But that's not the way it goes. So I don't know about you, but I got a little verklempt when, um, in that last clip, when you can hear her tears uh, as she's talking about these rumors. So, you know, you've, you've heard me preach enough. So here's what I want to say. Um, I feel that as a tarot reader, I appreciated the character of Miss Cleo. I am aware that a lot of 900 number psychic hotlines have dubious practices. And I am aware that the character that she played in the infomercials was not an accurate portrayal of the capabilities of most tarot readers I have ever met. And I'm pretty sure that the calls that we saw in the infomercials uh, were largely faked, or they might have been, but I, that doesn't bother me too much. I loved seeing her. I thought she had a wonderful energy. I love that she made tarot approachable and fun. For a lot of people, and for people who, you know, were put off by her, they probably weren't going to be that interested in tarot readers anyway. So, I will just close by asking my fellow members of the tarot community to be careful about what rumors and stories about Miss Cleo that they repeat or believe in. Take it all with a grain of salt, and to just have some compassion and kindness for this woman. And Miss Cleo, wherever you are, thank you very much for your energy and your fun personality and making tarot an exciting thing for me, a budding tarot reader, watching you avidly on television. And I will miss you, Miss Cleo. You know, people have been criticized and jabbed at and talked about throughout the ages for having different beliefs. And apparently I am no exception. Although it is a constant challenge, I will continue. I will not allow them to stop me. I will teach as a shaman and help those who seek the knowledge. It's just that simple. I know what I do and it's what I believe in. The light of truth will not be denied. Call now. Call 1-800-988-7754.